Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Drinks with Allie podcast, where we're talking everything from red, red wine to pina coladas. I'm Allie, and I'm your host, as always. Today is Friday, December 18th, which means it's a free-for-all Friday, meaning we're going to talk about any subject under the sun. Today is also one week from Christmas and two weeks until the new year. So, woohoo! what a busy couple of weeks we're in for. Now, personally, I love the holidays, especially Christmas, probably even more than I love my birthday. I love Christmas that much. I love the decorations, the food, the family gatherings, the gifts, and of course, the wines. On today's Free For All Friday, we're going to talk my top five must-have holiday drinks. I'll be picking, I've been picking our holiday drinks uh, since I was about 16, so I have a fair bit of practice at this one. Before we get into all that goodness, though, I wanted to let you know that you can now find the podcast on iTunes Podcast Player. Simply search Drinks with Allie, remembering that's A-L-I for Allie, and it will pop up. Now, that also means the more that you guys hit subscribe, leave a rating or a comment, the more people are going to be able to find us, and that means the more podcasts we'll be able to do. So let's jump into these holiday drinks. The first thing we always have for the holidays in my house is sparkling wine. Whether it's champagne, New World Sparkling, Cava or Prosecco, so many bottles of sparkling wine get consumed around here at Christmas. Easily in the two-week holiday period, we drink probably four bottles of sparkling wine. Now I'm a little partial to a traditional method or méthode classique champagne or champenoise sparkling wine. So one where the secondary fermentation, the one where all the itty bitty little bubbles get put into the bottle or are made in the bottle, happens right in the bottle. And these are made all over the world. Champagne just happens to be the most classic and well-known. Quick fun fact, there are about 49 million bubbles in a bottle of traditional method sparkling. That's a 750 milliliter bottle. It has 49 million bubbles in it. Now, as for producers, we always have a bottle of Benjamin Bridge from right here in Nova Scotia. They're a fantastic producer with an incredible sparkling wine program and portfolio. We're Benjamin Bridge Wine Club members, so every three months we get three bottles sent directly to us in the mail. Needless to say, we have a lot of Benjamin Bridge sparkling around our house. This year we're also having the Megalomaniac Sparkling Personality from the Beamsville Bench in Niagara, Ontario. It's a sparkling Riesling and I can't wait to try it out. Plus, the winemaker at Megalomaniac was a classmate of mine when we went to school at Niagara College and we graduated in the same year. It's such a small world and I can't wait to see what this tastes like. We also always have a bottle of Loren sparkling wine as well. This bottle is strictly for mimosas on Christmas morning. Mimosas and cinnamon buns are my favorite tradition on Christmas morning. Um, I can't, we never go without them. I can't have Christmas morning without mimosas and cinnamon buns. Uh, I never like to use a really great bottle for this though, since the orange juice just takes over the overall flavor profile of the wine um, whenever we're drinking it. Alrighty, second up is Riesling, a really, really good dry Riesling. Having cut my wine teeth in Niagara, where dry, mineral-forward Rieslings are a pretty big standard, I love this grape. Uh, I tend towards a bright, acidic, and let's face it, mineral-forward bottle for most times when I drink, uh, especially Rieslings. Uh, it's a pretty common thing for most people in wine to really go for those acidic wines. You drink a lot of dry reds or uh, dry whites and your palate tends to get a little tired so that nice acidity tends to cleanse the palate and wake things up and turkey dinner is definitely no exception when it comes to pairing food 
with Riesling. There's so much richness, richness from buttery mashed potatoes to a rich fatty turkey that you really need something to cut through all that fat um, when you're pairing a wine. Enter Rieslings. That acid that makes you pucker is perfect for cutting through all that heaviness. This year, we're having two different Rieslings. We have the 30 Bench Winemakers Riesling, again from the Beamsville Bench area in Ontario, um, and the See You Later Ranch Riesling, a 2016, yay, an aged Riesling. Aged Riesling is really cool. It takes on like a really cool oily characteristic, so I'm excited to try it out with some uh, turkey. See You Later Ranch is from the Okanagan in British Columbia, so the complete opposite side of Canada from me. I just happened to see a couple bottles at the liquor store, and having had some See You Later Ranch when I was working in Alberta, I knew I had to have some. Of course, now I'm kicking myself for not having grabbed more bottles when I saw it, but I guess that's how it goes. Uh, so up next would be the, th the third must-have on my holiday table of beverages this year is the Ironworks Maple Rum Cream. Now this one might be a little tough if you live outside of, of Canada for sure, and probably it's a little hard to find if you live outside of Nova Scotia. Um, we'll talk about why. Ironworks is a craft distillery in the beautiful and scenic town of Lunenburg, Nova Scotia. The owners, Lynn and Pierre, are so super nice, and the distillery is in an old marine blacksmith shop, um, so they have this really cool old wood-fired blacksmithy in the middle of the shop and the still sits kind of beside it it's so quaint and super cozy inside I always make sure I go see them at least once a year and this year is obviously no exception the maple rum cream is a new product this year for them though and it's super duper tasty I managed to have a sip when they first released it at the shop and knew we were going to need it for the holidays it's a blend of Nova Scotia maple syrup which is my absolute favorite sweetener out there. For real, guys, I consume probably about three liters of maple syrup a year, easily, might be more. Mostly when in my tea, uh, not a lot of pancakes, but definitely some. Uh, it also has in the maple rum cream, cream, and of course, Ironworks' maple rum. Now that maple rum that they make is a blend of their amber rum, which is aged in American oak bourbon barrels, and Nova Scotia maple syrup. Fair bit of maple syrup going into this one. I can totally see the, drinking this one on the rocks if you're like my dad. In eggnog or in hot cocoa. That would totally be me. Totally going to drink some by the fire and some hot cocoa. I can't wait. Uh, fourth up, so our next holiday must-have in my house is Gamay Noir. I love Gamay Noir. You guys probably guess that if you listen to podcast episode number two, where my first uh, playlist that I just decided to make was if Gamay Noir was an artist, she'd be Taylor Swift. Uh, Gamay Noir is so underrated as a food wine. It gets such a kind of bad rep for just being super light and easy to drink. But like Pinot Noir, Gamay is, a, is lighter in body than say a Cab, whether it's a Franc or a Sauvignon a Merlot or a Shiraz or a Syrah. Uh, it's a little bit more delicate, so it's much better to pair with those kind of lighter meats, whether that's turkey or ham or lamb. It also punches with lots of red berry notes, so things like cranberry and some more earthy herby notes. Perfect for complementing your stuffing that's filled with thyme or rosemary or sage or all three. Uh, for a specific bottle, well... 
I'm not quite sure yet. I have a few bottles tucked away in the cellar, mostly from great Nova Scotian producers, but I also have, ooh, I don't know, eh, about three cases of wine that I had shipped that I'm waiting on to arrive. Some of that is went to my dad's office and I'm just waiting for him to get back to Nova Scotia with it, but some is coming very slowly. I mean, a glacier is probably moving faster than this package at this point with Canada Post uh, from BC. So it's taking its sweet time to get here. And honestly, guys, I totally forget what I ordered in those boxes. I know there has to have been at least some gamay in those boxes somewhere, but I couldn't tell you for sure. I really have no idea at this point. But I also have a few more days to hit up the local liquor store just in case Canada Post is even slower than they say they're going to be, which I might just do anyways. Lastly, and certainly not leastly, we will be drinking, now this one's kind of a tie, so we'll be drinking some rosés as well as some gin cocktails. These, I don't know guys, I couldn't decide which one I needed more. I love rosés and I hate that most people only want to drink them in the summertime. For me, they're so great for pairing foods. They're fantastic for that reminiscence of summer, but they're also just great on their own. And with all those bright berry notes, the acid in them, remember, just like a Riesling, that acid's going to help us. And their medium bodiness of most rosés that are being produced right now, they pair so well with turkey or ham or Chinese food, or whatever you're having in the next couple of weeks. It's going to go well together. It's great with appies. And it's just such a crowd pleaser. A little bit of sweetness in a rosé is so fantastic, but they're also pretty dry. You can pretty much make everybody happy with these ones. Um, I know I have at least two bottles coming in all those cases that are on their way here. So uh, having said that, rosé also ties... Uh, or rosé, like I said, it ties with gin-based cocktails uh, for me for the holidays. Juniper is such a great reminder of Christmas and the Christmas tree. Mm, how could I pass that up? I really, really couldn't. My personal favorite gin cocktail has to be the Bee's Knees. It's a Prohibition-era cocktail, and it's super simple to make. It's gin. You need two ounces of that. Lemon juice. You need about three-quarters of an ounce of that. And honey syrup anywhere between half and three quarters of an ounce uh, will do ya. Honey syrup is just one-to-one honey and hot water that's thinned out to make the honey nice and easy to incorporate into your drinks. Uh, So you take your three ingredients, again your gin, your lemon juice, and your honey syrup, and you shake them over ice and you strain them into a nice chilled glass. Coupe glass looks beautiful. And away you go. You're all set. It's it's, it's as simple as that. Um, We also drink... uh, gin and soda. Soda being less bitter than tonic. It has way less sugar than tonic. And since I'm probably, now it is 2020, so maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm probably not going to catch malaria. There's really no need to be drinking the quinine that's in tonic. Um, This year, I am also determined that before the end of the holiday season, I am going to master the bramble cocktail. Getting the creme de mure or blackberry liqueur to float is always a challenge for me. doesn't matter what technique I try and use, it never comes out right. It just all incorporates down into one giant black-colored glass or purple-colored glass instead of being two layers. Of course, this list doesn't include any other cocktails we're making 
uh, especially those for our family most colorful drink challenge for Christmas Zoom or any of the local great local craft beers that we will end up having or any of the eggnog. I managed to score some coconut eggnog this year so I can actually participate in having eggnog, which is super awesome. I will have to, I will tell you guys that remember this is over a two plus week period, not a one to two day period. We're not drinking this all in one or two days. It is a definite marathon in our house, not a sprint when it comes to holiday drinks. So no livers are harmed in the production of these uh, holiday drink happenings. So what about you guys? Let me know what you guys are drinking this holiday season and we can compare some notes and see what you guys like. Let me know. A couple of notes before we wrap. Uh, With next week being the holidays, I'm not sure I'll be able to get three full episodes to you. Again, Friday is Christmas. Most of that is because I have to drive to the local library to get the podcast posted. Shout out to the Annapolis Valley Library System for having great internet, not like my house. And their hours will be a little bit different for the next couple of weeks. I will let you know ASAP if we will get three podcasts up or not. If not, um, I will try and get an extra episode in in the first part of January. I will also get one or two more playlists up. And if I don't manage to get that third podcast up, we'll at least get a bonus Christmassy Spotify playlist up for you to drink or for you to listen to with your drinks. Don't forget to connect with me across all the social medias at Drinks with Allie. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Spotify. If you need to or want to leave me a question, comment, concern, or a show idea, I'd love to hear what you guys want to hear for show ideas. You can reach out to me at Drinks with Allie, D-R-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H-A-L-I at gmail.com or by going to the website again drinkswithally.com d-r-i-n-k-s-w-i-t-h-a-l-i.com and filling out the contact form or you can drop me a dm or a pm across any of the social platforms and i will get that too so with that everybody have a fantastic friday a great weekend get that holiday shopping done don't forget to pick up some great Uh, bottles of wine or spirits for your holiday cocktail needs. Remember, fill your glass with something tasty. Cheers, everybody. Talk soon.